What's up, guys? Welcome to Enjoy the Sass. My name is Faith, and I'm the host of this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. It means the world to me to have you here listening to this podcast. For those of you who don't know, this is a bi-weekly podcast where we talk about all things faith, family, music, movies, and just about everything in between. This week on the podcast, I sit down with my good friend Tyler, and we talk about what it's like to be a young person balancing your passions and what God's called you to in your life, as well as how to put the two together. It's a really great conversation, and I think you guys are going to love it. Then we wrap it all up talking about our favorite movies from 2018 and what we're looking forward to going into 2019. So before I let you listen to our conversation, are you following us on social media at enjoy the sass on Instagram? And are you subscribed to the podcast so that you don't miss anything? If not, make sure you're subscribed on Apple music or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you don't miss anything. So now I'll let you listen to our conversation. I think you guys are going to love it. Let me know what your favorite movies from 2018 are and what you're looking forward to going into 2019. All right. Enjoy my conversation with Tyler. Oh, yes. Please silence your cell phones. I just turn it on. Do not disturb usually. (laughs) Then it just doesn't. Unless someone calls me. Yeah. But that never happens. So I don't have to worry about that too, too much. But let's get started. What's up, Tyler? What's up, Faith? How's it going? <laughs> it's going good. Thanks for being on the podcast. Uh, of course. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. It's super fun. Probably my favorite moment so far about this podcast and you interacting with this podcast, A, is when you told me that you loved it and it was really great. So I was like good. super excited about that. So thank you. Yeah. Um, and then the second thing was a couple of days ago we were talking about my podcast and I was like, I don't really like it when people ask me to be on the podcast, (laughs) but I want to ask people to be on the podcast. And I said, so, you know, you're going to come on the podcast. And you were like, Oh, okay, good. (laughs) There was like that moment where you were like, as soon as somebody says like, I hate when people do this and I'm just, uh, in my head, I was like, don't ever freaking do that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Relief. Relief wash. That was that was great. That was a good moment where you. I could tell your like face. You were just like settled. Like okay, good. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Wipe the sweat. Good to go. <laughs> I love it. That was my favorite thing that happened about the podcast was you. A. I knew that you had like kind of wanted to come on the podcast. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then B. Me being like, don't ask to come on yeah, the podcast. I was like, oh God. <laughs> And then the <laughs> the bottom of the roller coaster being, so Tyler, you're going to come on the podcast. Yeah, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> and how fast. it's It worked out perfect that yeah, we could like, record this weekend. Perfect. So thanks for being here. Of course. This is great. I'm, I'm stoked. It's so fun. So tell everyone who you are because no one can see you. Right. Uh, well, my name is Tyler Cimento. I have been married to my wife, Rebecca, for a little over a year now, a year and some months. We are expecting a little baby boy in March, so a few months from now. Uh, pretty crazy get, getting geared up for that. We have the nursery and everything, I know, getting stocked for that. Um, yeah, a little baby Gideon will be here in in March. I'm, I'm just blown away that, that I'm going to be a dad soon. It's pretty pretty wild. <laughs> Uh, other than that, I am a youth pastor here in Austin at a church called Reach Church, uh, and then you know just 
Outside of that, I am obsessed with all things Marvel. I'm a crazy Dallas Stars fan. I love all things hockey. Um, and yeah, I love all kinds of movies. I'm like a movie buff. Like we play this stupid game called Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yes. So much fun. Yes, so fun. Um, so yeah, that's... He smashes every time. <laughs> every time. Yeah, I have been stumped one time. Who was it? Uh, Nick... My friend Nick got me with uh, Mr. Rogers. I had no oh. idea how to get. I oh. like had to use IMDb. I eventually got it back, but I never. I, oh wow! I needed. I don't think I, I could. Help. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't get there yeah. from Mr. Rogers. I forgot who I. Even I could used. get anywhere from Mr. Rogers. To be <laughs> yeah. honest with you, like yeah. that would be really challenging. Yeah, I need to see that his documentary thing. Maybe I could could use that because he's probably in that. But. I've heard nothing but good things about that. So it I is good. That. Yeah, it's a good one for this like year. All the tears and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I cried. And I didn't even watch Mr. Rogers as a kid. Like, <laughs> I was like, why am I crying? But just his impact is pretty crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, that's... Wow. I I didn't know that you had been stumped before. Yeah. I don't one, think I was here time. for that. Yeah. Wow. He, Nick. Yeah, my, yeah, he just like made it his mission to just find the most obscure... In his defense, I was being really cocky with him. Like, yeah, I've never been stumped. Blah, 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 blah. Mr. Rogers. I spent, like, the whole day thinking about it. Like, trying to, like, think back to episodes. Like, the few episodes I saw as a kid. I was like, I think he's just in this show by himself with puppets. Yes. And that's... So I was like, well, you got me. Good job. How do you you go from puppets (laughs) to Kevin Bacon? I couldn't do it. That's hilarious. Well, reasons I wanted to have you on the podcast. A... Like you said, you're a huge movie fan. Mm-hmm. B, you're my friend. So I'm this podcast, <laughs> want to talk to my friends because yep. everyone that I've talked to so far, Lucas and Chris, have great ideas and passions of their own. And I know you have that. And that is, that's the why of this podcast, <laughs> which is funny because Tyler and I talk a lot about the why in what we're doing and the reasons we behind why we do the things we do. Mm-hmm. And so the why behind this podcast I want to have people on who have different passions and ideas than I do. And you fit the bill, my friend. Thank you. You fit the bill. So (laughs) I wanted to have you on the podcast for those reasons. Um, So Tyler and I know each other from church, like he said. Um, All of the people so far that I've had on the podcast, my connection to them, my degree of separation is reached church. (laughs) It's pretty easy to find a connect there. Yes. So... um, like he said, he's the youth pastor. You all know that I serve on our youth team, so we have that. A little fun fact about Tyler and I, we also made a movie together. We did. That is yet to be yeah, it's, released. It's still out there in the computer yeah. world. Yep. We're still, we're still, you know, hope. there's a hope. We'll see. There's a hope. It will be done. It will day. be done. There you go. Speak that. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. I have little to do with the way that it turns out as far as sound mixing and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, I just can't wait for, for the text messages. It's done. Here it is. Yes. Here's the link. It's over. <laughs> we finished it. Here's a link. Yes, that will be the day. Mm-hmm. That will be the day. But talk a little bit about how you got into being a youth pastor. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll start there. Yeah. And then we'll kind of Good. move on. I, it's funny, I never wanted to be a youth pastor, like, ever. I grew up, I was born as a, as a pastor's kid. Mm-hmm. I, um, 
my dad was a, a youth pastor since I've been since I was born, and then when I got into the youth age, he we planted a church and became a senior pastor. Uh, and so growing up, I never, for maybe it was like the rebellious spirit in me, but I was just like, I don't want to do this. Like I don't want to work in ministry. Uh, I picked up the guitar when I was ten, and that was always like the forefront of my passion was playing music and writing music and and singing and you know playing it I play like you know a few different instruments and I always want to learn more about music and I the plan was always to to do music and to be a musician and to write songs and and tour and and do all that fun stuff uh and so being a pastor was never really on my on my radar uh even to the past like I've been a youth pastor now for a year and even the past few years like I haven't I've pushed that aside but my dad used to always joke and be like you're gonna be a, you're gonna be a youth pastor one day and I was like you're crazy I'm never <laughs> doing that heck no and then yeah and then it, it just worked out like uh I I, uh, I was working at a, a company called multitracks.com and it was a I was like working in music and I was um having a great time it's like other than the job I have now it's the best job I've had up to that point and yeah i got to work with and it was like christian music like worship stuff like um helping churches better their worship experience and i was working there and and loving it and getting to do music and meeting like awesome artists like elevation and uh, all these other other guys and uh then me and rebecca my wife we, we, we reconnected we knew each other from um a few years back uh, and we reconnected. We were doing like long distance, trying to figure out where we were gonna go, because uh, she was living in, in Arkansas at the time, and I was living in Austin. We were trying to figure out what, uh, where we were gonna end up, because uh, we were we were getting we were I think we were engaged at that point when we were having this conversation, and we were trying to figure out if she was gonna move to Austin or if I was gonna move to to Fayetteville, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And so I started looking around for jobs up there in like the music, you know, little indie labels and, and stuff like that out there. And um, and then I, I was looking at churches too because I just thought, you know, maybe I could do. I was doing worship. I was, uh, I think at that that time I was one of the worship leaders at the Clean Campus for Reach Church. Mm-hmm. So I was in worship. That was like my main thing. Still all music based stuff. And then. <clears throat> I met with uh, my pastor, Pastor Chris, lead pastor at Reach, and he, after after service one Wednesday night, he just pulled me aside into our green room, and he said, "Hey, uh, it's like God spoke to me tonight, and um, I want to bring you on staff. I know you've been like standing in faith for for something, and I want to bring you on." Um, and I was waiting to hear back from another church. It was like my last effort like my last option i thought if if this doesn't work out i don't know what we're gonna do and so he, he pulls me aside has that conversation so that's in my like that door is just like wide open to be the creative pastor creative director come on and, and do videos and um all of that kind of stuff for the church and then he he, he offered that and then I said, okay, let me talk to Rebecca, let me pray about it, let me think about it. And then, like, the next morning, I got an email from the other church saying, we're going to go with somebody else. It was for, like, their youth worship leader. Hmm. Like, they have a staff spot for that. So, uh, they said, we're going to go a different direction with somebody else. Thanks for applying. Uh, And so, then I, 
you know, talked it over with Rebecca and was like, okay, cool, I'm gonna come on. And then shortly after all of that happened, the the youth spot uh, opened up. I kind of came on staff knowing that that was where I was kind of headed. Because um, when the current guy was there, he 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 left, and I just felt like a like a stirring. Like I really really don't know why. I never like served in youth other than doing an occasional riot night when Lucas was the youth pastor, uh, and I just like felt the call and the the push to do that. So I told Pastor Chris, I was like, hey, this is what I want to I want to do. And so uh, I came on and then did it. Uh, started serving under Landon, who was kind of filling in. Uh, Landon shot, and then uh, I think six months after that, yeah. I was on staff. I the, we we handed it off, and Landon's now planting an awesome church in in uh, Fort Worth mm-hmm. called Mercy Culture, and and I took the reins and been doing it for a year now, and it's just been an absolute blast. I love it. Like, yeah, I never imagined it being so fun and so <laughs> like fulfilling each yeah. and every week and every event everything we do is just an absolute blast so yeah never saw it coming but i'm super excited to be doing what i'm doing it's just a blast yeah it's great it's fun for me because i had a similar like battle in my head about serving on in youth i used to say even as a teenager i would be like i hate teenagers <laughs> like i don't like teenagers i don't get along with them this is not for me yeah and then i came to reach and pretty quick got plugged in and started helping with like producing riot nights and you know doing youth events mm-hmm. um because that's where you were and some of our friends were doing that and um even Chris back then was involved in all of that and Lucas. Yeah. So like I came in pretty fast doing stuff with the youth and was like, wow, this is where I should, where I should be, you know, post-college, like, mm-hmm. you know, don't really have a lot of people who are my age that have a community at our church, you know, doing stuff like the youth was yeah. doing. Mm-hmm. And now, I don't know, it's been what, I've been at the church almost four years, I think. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere in somewhere there. In and, like, yeah. I've been in and out of youth the entire time. And now, like, you and I have had conversations. Lucas and I have had conversations. Yeah. Like, even Chris and I have had conversations where it's, like, it's pretty crazy that I'm serving in youth as a person who used to say, I am not, <laughs> I don't, it's teenagers, yeah. no, me, mm <laughs> Even, you know, we all struggle. I still have a struggle days, you know, but... Like, it's pretty crazy when God has put something in you to serve or be in a place. And then all of a sudden, that is the place. Like, you just have to wake up, right? Like, I feel like that's what happened with you. That's Mm -hmm. definitely what happened with me. Like, we just had to wake up. Yeah, I think it's also, too, like, it comes down to obedience a lot. Like, not even just, like, yeah, like, waking up to, like, just being obedient to what God tells you to do. Cause like I used to, yeah, I mean, I remember being there with, with you, uh, even though like I was just all worship mm-hmm. and I would like joke, like would like something would happen with the teenagers or the youth group. And I'd be like, I'd like joke with like you and you know, our friends that were in youth and be like, man, I'm glad I'm not called to youth ministry. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah. I'm going to go, uh, you know, play guitar or whatever. <laughs> and even, even my dad telling me like, you're going to be a youth pastor. And I'm like, no, I'm not like this, like clearly God speaking and like stirring right. and like, uh, but yeah, it's just like being obedient 
is so much more important than figuring out like right. you're doing what you want. Like, right. Because if I were to still be doing what I would want to do, I would still be trying to play music and not be anywhere where I am. Right. Like I still play music, still write music, still have fun with music, but it's not like like I am writing some of my like the most some songs right now that I just the most favorite that I've written. I don't know if I said that right, but <laughs> uh, like some of the songs I've enjoyed writing the most because it's like taking the pressure off of like, yeah. I'm not like trying to make this a profession. I'm right. just writing songs because right. it's fun. And it's like, where it's supposed to be. Yeah, it, like, not, it sits in the place exactly. that it's supposed to. And I'm not like plaguing my mind with thoughts like, okay, is everybody else going to like this? Right. Is who, I'm just right. writing music for me and it's a yeah. blast. And so like I just grab my acoustic guitar or my whatever guitar piano whatever and just mess around and write songs and even over thanksgiving break a few weeks ago like um my wife's little sister plays music uh, she has an incredible voice and it's a super talented songwriter we just got to sit down and just mess around and play like music mm. it's just a, a blast so like yeah uh it's great that aspect of it is great like i still get to do right music but now it's like the weight is like the pressure right not like, oh, i need to write this song it needs to be a hit like yeah it's like a oh cool like i just love yeah. this song that's super yeah. cool that's amazing um, yeah and then i know that i'm being obedient and walking right in the, the steps that god's order for me by doing the pastoring thing even though it's not you know always the easiest job but it's oh, absolutely. super fulfilling it's yeah. the best job i've ever had mm -hmm. so it's a blast to yeah get to do what i get to do and got a great team like you and you know the rest of our team it's just awesome to have everybody with us doing all of this stuff and being able to like even like we had a, our team meeting a few days ago and i had everybody go around and say like the best thing like the most, the thing that, the moment that stood out the most in the past mm -hmm. year. And it, I was just like personally like blown away by like so many people saying like, this is just where I'm, I know I'm supposed yeah. to be. I'm like yeah. called to be here. And like, I feel like I found like a family. I'm just mm -hmm. like, oh my God, this is yeah. great. What yeah. the heck? I love this. Yeah. I love that I get to, to be a part of doing this. So it's yeah. an absolute blast. Youth ministry is way more fun than I ever thought it would be. It really and, is. Like we just get to be kids. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's it's fine yeah <laughs> like you step great. into our youth room and you see our <laughs> leaders like playing basketball or like sitting on the floor with our kids or mm -hmm. doing like the most ridiculous dances like if you ever get to see tyler do some <laughs> of the dances these kids do oh, you're in for a treat it's hilarious <laughs> i so run bad. our youth social media and i just do like <laughs> the most ridiculous boomerangs of tyler doing all the dances but that's like that's what it is yeah. and i think for me, I know I struggled a lot with, like, I'm not qualified to be a youth leader. Mm -hmm. I'm not, this is not at all, like, I can't do this. Yeah. But in that is exactly why I'm supposed to be in youth ministry. Yeah. Right? Like, because I'm not qualified to, to do this. Like, that's the reason. Because mm -hmm. I can level with the kids. Like, I was those kids yeah. at one point in my life. You know, like I was struggling with some of the stuff yeah, they were yeah. struggling with. We were all struggling with those things and that's where we can meet them, mm -hmm. you know? And I love that we both like pretty similar time frames, kind of realized like this is where we're supposed to be, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and like totally. going on that journey has been pretty crazy and I think pretty rewarding for both of us yeah and i know our whole team like i was sitting there the same way like 
look at where look at where we have come mm-hmm. <laughs> you know look how far we have come as a team and as individuals like it's pretty incredible to just sit back and realize like sit in the call that mm-hmm. god has placed yeah. on each of us like i love that mm-hmm. i remember it was i was this time last year and i was uh i was about to move into this spot and take the take the reins for the youth ministry i think landon had landon had just told the team that he was moving to Fort Worth and that I was, it was coming to me next. And I, I remember having the same thoughts, like the qualified, like I didn't go to Bible school. Like mm-hmm. I have a degree in music business from mm-hmm. Full Sail, like, uh, which I'm, I, I love having that. I learned so much, but like, I, I, I don't have a, you know, I'm the other pastors on staff are like, you know, Pastor Chris, who is like, a few doctorates yeah. in yeah. biblical studies and, you know, Pastor Daniel, who's just like a genius and yes, Lucas. So smart. And so I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I'm not qualified to do this. And so I remember God speaking to me, like the, the difference between being uh, qualified and equipped, like yeah. it's so, it's yeah. so different. And it's, it's a mentality shift. Like uh, if you look at anybody, you know, in the span of the Bible, other than like Jesus, <laughs> like nobody was qualified to do mm-hmm. what they did. Like Moses wasn't qualified to lead the yeah. entire people of Israel right. out of Egypt or, you know, Joseph wasn't qualified to be the second, you know, the second highest ruler in Egypt either. Like he yeah. was a slave. So yeah. like, it's not, uh, to me, like realizing that like, I don't need to be qualified. I just need to be equipped. I need that like, God has equipped me with what I need to do what he's called me to do. Yeah. Like he won't call me to do something and then be like, good luck. Like figure it out. Like he's given me the tools and the the stuff. So like, uh, even with youth ministry too. Yeah. Like it's, I never didn't feel qualified to like, I don't feel a lot of times don't feel qualified to like pour into and speak into students' lives. But I know that I'm equipped to do it because God's given me everything I need, you know, through his word and through the Holy spirit and through all that. And, and through the amazing people that, are on the team like right. there's people that you can reach that i like you students that you can get to that i can't because right. you have you know different experiences and different right you know all that kind of stuff so it's it's not even just like a personal thing it's like a because i can't do youth ministry just me right and or you know just me and rebecca like it would be a disaster yeah and so like we i need you, I need Tiffany, our worship leader. I need all these, you know, all of our team to yeah. to be able to to pull this off. And it's part of being equipped and understanding that you don't have to do it yeah. by yourself. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. And having, obviously having people above you too yes. that are able to yes. like our coach. Pastors. I get corrected all the time and I love <laughs> it. I'm just like, please tell me how to be better. Yes. Like I sit down with yes. Daniel every week and was like, help me. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. It's so good. I love it. Our church is so great. Mm-hmm. Our team, they all have such a special place in my heart. I've talked about this before. <laughs> I'll cry if we keep talking about this. But I want to um, talk about the shift in your brain when you realize, like, okay, there was a point in your life, I was there for it, where it was like movies, mm-hmm. gonna make movies, gonna be an actor, this is gonna be my life. And then fast forward i don't know a year and it's like just kidding gonna be a youth pastor but (laughs) which is great i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because there isn't Mm -hmm. but let's talk about 
kind of the flip side of like you're now a youth pastor, but how do you, because I know that movies and I know that music is mm-hmm. still a huge passion of yours. Like yeah. you love it, those things. Mm-hmm. How do you now keep those things from not being a part of your life? Like, obviously you don't do that, but I'm probably not asking this question in the best way. Like, how do I, how yeah, does how it do you not still keep dominate them? my thoughts right. and like, right. Like how do you still keep yeah. it as a part of your life without it being the main focus of your life? That's yeah. yeah. How yeah, does it not sure. dominate your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Um, as for, I want to answer all, all parts of that question. Yes. Uh, as far as like the shift that happened, it must've been, I guess it was right after it was a couple, I don't remember the year, but it was a few years ago. We had, I think we had just finished shooting our film and we were, it was kind of in that season, like that a few, a few months had passed and it was being edited and, um, working through like some of the coloring and all that kind of stuff. And that's really when God kind of really started to push that, like the pastor spot. Um, and the, that, that was right when that all of, like I started, cause me and Rebecca had just started dating as well. So, uh, we were about to be engaged. So I was, you know, working through where, if I was going to move or if I was going to be here in Austin and what my job was going to be in, in either place. Cause uh, and either way I was going to need to be making some more money and, and all of that kind of stuff. And then, um, it, it, the, the shift, I think it falls back to kind of what I said earlier is just being obedient. Mm-hmm. And I, I just felt God speak, like trying to lead me back to like, I need you to do this. And yeah. like when that other youth pastor left, I saw that spot open, like everything, you know, just felt like God pulled me towards it mm-hmm. and. Um, always knew I had like a, an encounter with God when I was 18 where he like spoke to me and told me like that I was going to do this and like even with that I still was like nah, nah yeah. I don't want to do the music thing like I love music I love being on stage and playing music and singing and all this kind of stuff and uh, finally it was just that like okay I'm going to be obedient to that that mm-hmm. was really the shift that happened mm-hmm. and it was really kind of you know like letting go of some of the stuff uh and even with like the movie stuff like yeah i wanted to be um i've always loved movies always kind of i this is really embarrassing i used to when i was a kid uh i watched movies over and over and over and over and over just because i loved love them so like star wars for example like one of my favorite movies and i would like pick a character that I liked. Like, so like if I wanted to be like Han Solo and every time Han Solo was on screen, I like stood in my living room and acted out what he was doing on the, so like even from like a young age, I like loved Mm -hmm. doing all of that performance. Yeah. It was a blast. And so I wanted to do that. And then I got into, you know, a few, like probably six years ago, uh, I had a friend who like wanted to be a director. And so he would, uh, I had really not even thought about it. was always music for me, so mm-hmm. I hadn't really thought about it. And he opened that door to me because he, when you're friends with somebody who wants to be a big time movie director, oh, like he's yeah. always like, "Hey, can you act? Can you, you know, help me light something? Can you do right. you know, whatever it may right. be?" And so I, like, I kind of got an eye into all of this stuff, and it, I just loved it. It was so much fun. Hmm. Um, and then so I just started, you know, and then I've always been, uh, I've always loved writing, so like 
picking up script writing was super fun. Like I just love all aspects of, of filmmaking. Um, and so I got into that and then, you know, we, we made our, our short film. Uh, but that was like the first thing that God was like, that's probably not it for you. Like, mm -hmm. I don't really want you to be a director or a actor or all of that, mm -hmm. all of that kind of stuff. And I had like, you know, made it like, like spiritual in my head. Like I'm going to go like win people to Jesus yeah. on movie yeah. sets and yeah. all that stuff to try Kingdom. and justify it. And yeah. When really like the the obedience factor says just do this yeah <laughs> just be what I've told you to do what I've told you to do be a pastor right. win people to Jesus on a weekly and daily basis yeah. in youth ministry um, and so that was really the shift that took place in that time frame of like right before I came on staff and just being obedient and and really that I think is the key to as well like keeping it while while doing what I'm doing not and still enjoying music and movies and stuff like that. Like, uh, it's all really kind of comes down to priorities. Like I know what God's told me to do right. is to be a pastor. So right. like, uh, as far as my job and my vocation, like that's first. So like, mm -hmm. you know, that, that is the number one thing that I, I do. And then, like I mentioned earlier, like music now has, it's become more freeing to, yeah. to just play music and not have to you know think about right. it as like this is like a you know Pressure. i need to make a career out of this song or this yeah. album or this thing and i've got like some of the best ideas for songs and you know little projects that i've ever had and i you know i still may like if i you know record stuff and put something i still may put something out just for fun but like right. i'm not like looking to get a big break or anything and that's just like yeah it's you know, a shift in your perspective right yeah, I'm not priorities. Right, exactly. And so and then that, you know, um it takes kinda of like takes the pressure off of it. Yeah. So like I can still play music like right. I you know, I have my, my Monday off and you know, I'll just sit here and you know, play guitar and write something. I have my little book that I'll write, you know, little lyrics in and um yeah, it just takes the pressure off. And as far as like, you know, movies, like, you know, I probably won't be on too many film sets in the future, but like I can still I still love watching movies and enjoying yeah. movies and I can it's kind of the same thing. Like I still have like movie ideas where I can sit down and just write a script for fun, or I'll think through like what I would do in a uh -huh. um, in a thing. And then obviously for work, I am the youth pastor, but I'm also still the creative person. So I'm making videos. Yeah. Every single week, so I get to like make the bumper videos and kind of get to do you know like it's pretty much like a thirty second little short film. Whether I'm filming it or grabbing stock footage and right. throwing it together or right. Um, all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I still get to, I still get that creative outlet within the job that I do now. And then when we do youth events, like I get to go nuts with yeah. the video stuff like that. So like yeah. we almost basically did a short film for the Pretty much. last youth event that yeah. we did. that was like broken up into three parts. Mm -hmm. um, but and so, pretty much. Yeah. 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 That's cool. So that's kind of how, I mean, yeah, it's balancing. Like obviously it's with anything like you can't, you know, like, for example, like, you obviously, like, want to be a producer, like, it's a big, big dream, big goal is to be a producer, but, like, if you are at work right now and working on that kind of stuff, you would not be at that job for very long because, you know, you have to work, so. Right. Um, it's really, yeah, just balancing your thoughts. When I'm at work, I'm working, and when I come home, if I feel like I'm, oh, man, I would really love to, I'm in the creative headspace right now to come up with a, a fun song. I'll sit down on the guitar or you know, sit down on my laptop and write something. And, uh, if I'm thinking like movie type stuff or 
all of that. Um, or if I just want to sit and read a book, you know, it's just kind of, yeah. it's just opening. It opens right. it up to me because I know I'm doing uh, job-wise what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. What God's, what God's called me to do. So I don't have to worry about making a hit record or a hit song or anything right. like that. I can just play music and have fun. Yeah. It almost yeah. boils down to like thinking about it in um, like separate in my brain like separating okay this is what I do for my job and I know that it's what I'm called to but I'm also passionate about this mm -hmm. and then it's a separate passion right they yeah. don't have to connect right they do luckily because you're a creative guy and you do a creative job and some of your passions are creative things which is great so it does connect for you you know but like looking at it like okay my passion and what I know I'm called to do, this is youth ministry. But at the same time, I don't have to not be passionate about the things that I used to be passionate about. Yeah. I think that that can be a thing for people, especially like us creative people who are like, it's all or nothing. Yeah. You know, like it's an all or nothing thing. Like right now I don't have a creative job and it's very difficult for me, mm -hmm. but I get to look at, like you said, we pretty much shot and produced a short film for our youth event i get to do this podcast and it's creative and fun and it's just a release and an outlet for yeah. me you know you get to make videos and mash up songs and make music yeah totally it's, for yeah. youth stuff like it just it's just changing the way you look at your passions for you you know right. or for me you know i don't have a creative job but i get to do these things that fuel my passions mm -hmm in the things that I also know I'm called to. It's cool. Yeah. It's Love not it. like a, yeah, a lot of people view it like it's like a dichotomy when it's really yeah. it's not like, it's not an either or thing. Yeah. Like it, in fact, like since I have strengths in music and video, like the way we do ministry, since I am like leading the ministry, uh, the youth ministry will lend itself to that a lot. Right. Like, you know, we use a lot of more creative videos in youth uh, than, you know, than before I the was others. there. Yeah. Or, uh, and we do more things with fun music and, you know, that's not, you know, necessarily like the usual right. stuff. And, you know, with even with my background growing up in church, like in youth specifically, I, I've been to so many youth conferences and so many things that I like so many youth events where I know like what cheesy youth mm -hmm. stuff can yeah. be. And so yeah. like, I know how to steer clear of that and make <laughs> things that are like engaging and yeah. not cheesy church stuff. Right. And so, you know, it's not like, oh, okay, I'm doing, I'm doing youth ministry. I've, I'm giving up all things, music and all things right. movies. Like I, I get to just incorporate that in a different way Yeah. while still doing, you know, the other, you know, the like the music and the other stuff like you know you have your podcast and stuff like that like, like i said i could just come home and write a song and yeah and that's that be on my way yeah, yeah. love it so. so cool all right so i want to kind of just shift gears a little um this is serious business but <laughs> we're just gonna shift a little and talk about movies and as this episode is coming out we're like Two weeks from the end of the year, so mm -hmm. not a whole lot of stuff coming out at the end. Usually it's like Christmas and then we're done. Um, so I think this is a perfect time to do like a 
2018 movie wrap up. Yeah, that sounds great. Y'all can't see, but we both talk with our hands so much. They're moving all over yeah, the place right now. Yeah, they're everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. So, um, first things first. We're going to talk about the Avengers 4 trailer that Ooh. just came out. Good God. Yesterday. So good. It's so already, good. what did I say? 289 million views in 24 hours. My Number one goodness. of all time. My goodness. I was reading the stats on, like, Disney and Marvel this year, and it's like... They're nuts. Crazy. Some insane numbers that, like, my brain just can't even fully <laughs> comprehend. But what are your thoughts on the Avengers 4 trailer that just came out? Uh, I'm excited. Uh, I... I It's a perfect trailer, in my opinion. I, like... I hate trailers that give away the whole movie, and so this trailer was perfect because like it gave me enough new footage and insight to be super excited about it, but I still have no idea right. what they're going to do or how right. they're going to like undust everybody and like bring <laughs> everybody back cuz I mean they obviously are because you know one of the characters that got dusted his second movie comes out in you know a few months so yeah, he'll exactly. be there. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's it's so good. Like I have no idea what to expect, but I'm I'm really really excited about right. it. Right. You know, Iron Man's floating through space, and you know everybody else is putting together a plan. Ant Man shows back up, and all that kind of stuff. So like, yeah. I, I'm excited to see what they do with it and where they go. Uh, the Russo brothers directing it, like they're just geniuses. They're so brilliant. Good. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm super excited to see what happens. Like I said, like I I can't. It's, I can't talk about it too much because there's like, like I said, they didn't really give any right. like juicy things away other than no. like they revealed the the title of, yes. of it. Like that was finally, a big thing. Yeah, we big have, speculation. They have not announced the title of Avengers Four forever, so Avengers Endgame will be here. Yeah, so exciting. <laughs> so uh, it's so final. Sounds so final. I know. It makes me like sad, but also very excited. Yeah. Like I I watched it and I was like. Oh, I need to watch it again. But I didn't have time to watch it again. But there's an excitement about it. Mm -hmm. I was just scrolling through Instagram stories and everyone's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my god!" Like everyone. And then even one of my coworkers came up to me in the morning and was like, did you watch it? And I was like, <laughs> no. I was like, what? The Captain Marvel trailer? Because that one just yep, came out Monday, too. Yeah. And everyone was really excited about that. And so I just had assumed that he was still talking mm -hmm. about that and then he's like no avengers 4 yeah, and i was yeah, like yeah. what so i'm excited i i agree with you like it's nice that we have just like a little taste mm -hmm. of what's coming because clearly it's going to be epic but yet i can go into the movie without feeling like i know everything yeah for sure yeah one of my downfalls because i'm i love marvel so much I grew up reading comic books, like every movie that's come. I've never missed an opening weekend of a Marvel movie. And um, I just, like part of my downfall is that I'll like learn the comic arc that they're trying to adapt and mm -hmm. I'll like reread it 10 times and then I'll watch every single interview and watch every single clip. Like I did this with Captain America Civil War really bad to the point where like you knew. I went to the movie and I was just like, oh, I've seen almost all of this like I, you know and i already everything. know what's about to happen like i've pieced things together just right. by like what i've like you know try to you know from leaks and all this kind of stuff and yeah. it, like ruined it so i but need still to a dial great movie. back yeah it was awesome one of my favorites um 
so yeah, like my my problem is yeah, I'll I'll, I'll like overanalyze every trailer and watch theories and all this kind of stuff. Where it's just something I do like in my downtime. Just like yeah, I do the same stuff. thing. I love all things Marvel. It's so crazy to me. Like you were saying, it's like there's so much hype around it. Like it's wild how many people that are like, you know, ten years ago, whenever I was like freaking out about Iron Man or, or yes, that one was yeah, yeah, and even back behind that like the original spider-man movies and x-men all this stuff Mm -hmm. where it was kind of like not so mainstream to be a superhero fan now it's just like everybody is hopped on and is just as bought into what marvel is doing it's just insane what they've accomplished in 10 years 11 years now more it's funny that you say like way back like x-men i remember being a kid going camping and watching x-men like on our little <laughs> dvd player yeah, in the yeah, tent portable dvd players yeah. those are like sweet. we would watch those in the tent like one two and three yeah. that was like the movies mm-hmm. but then recently i learned that men in black was a marvel movie and i was, was like it? yeah i didn't know that yeah and i was like well will smith is one of my favorites so it's pretty cool they're that doing, like he's in the universe. Yeah. They're doing a new one, with, one with Chris, Chris Hemsworth, Hemsworth and, and Valkyrie. Thompson. Yeah, that's her name, Tessa Thompson. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. I'm speculative. It's. I think it's. I heard this past week that it's called Men in Black International. So it's like not just like oh, that's cool. American based. So okay, I'll, I'll see it. Yeah, of course. I'll watch it. Obviously, but <laughs> yeah, I'm still. I still have my speculations because. Men in Black, mm-hmm. Will Smith, and Tommy Lee Jones. Like, yeah. come on, that was so that was good. it back in the day. But yes, Marvel is super hyped, super mm-hmm. exciting. I was like trying to make a list of my top, I don't know, ten movies, but that was really hard. So I just have seven. <laughs> um, but let me see, how many of them? Only mm, oh, I forgot one. There are eight. Um, three of them. Two of them are Marvel films. Yeah. Um, there could probably be three if we tried harder. If I had tried harder. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2018? Yeah. Yeah. Because how many came out in 2018? Three? Three. So, yeah, they're aiming so, for like three a year. Yeah. It's like the the benchmark for Marvel mm-hmm. moving forward, which is... That's a lot. Ridiculous. That's for a lot. one production company to put out three movies a year. Like, it's And incredible. three huge tent yeah. pole movies. Yeah, not just like little indies. Like these yeah, are like no, big, big budget, budget huge movies. Like, huge. Insane. Just to pay the like top build <laughs> cast alone. That's yeah. massive. Then you add in production mm-hmm. and that's like nuts. But it probably is more efficient that way because then like you think about if they were to make one Lord of the Rings movie and then wait five years and make another one. Yeah. And then wait another like that's so expensive. Yeah, I think yeah, which is why true. they were all sh- they were all shot like really close to the same time. Mm-hmm. A actors like Elijah Wood was like a little baby <laughs> when they started, and if he had been a grown man by the yeah. end, it would look weird. But three movies a year is a lot, mm-hmm. and then but for the timeline and the efficiency of it, it probably makes sense, right? Yeah, I would say so. Uh, you know, it was like the Avengers one too. Like there's like a you know three and four they filmed at the same time, so right? Like, there's that but they just give so much freedom too like where you can they like the uh the guys at marvel like they there's not i don't think there's a more diverse set of like not only like on camera but like Mm -hmm. behind Mm -hmm. camera they make sure to like that it's not you know just the same thing and each what's what i love about the marvel movies it's not just like 
I think they've made like 22 or something like that up to this point. So I'm just like 20 something superhero, you know, action movies that are all the same thing. Like they're all so, so different. different. So different. Yeah. And then they complement each other so well. And like the, when they all come together in like Avengers, like all the Captain America movies are like, like the first one was like a World War II time, yeah. uh, you know, what's the word? Period. Yeah, period. period. Piece. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> period piece. Like, and then you know the next two are like the Winter Soldier is a a political thriller. I think like kind of the same thing with Civil War. Uh, and then you know you have like Ant Man, which is like a heist movie. Yeah. And then yeah, you know Iron Man, which is completely different. And then. It's they're all just so different, so yeah. different, and then you have like a space buddy cop yeah. style <laughs> with, movie with the th- newest Thor movie, uh-huh. and then yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy like blew everything else wide open, yeah, because it was yeah. so yeah different. Like it's just Doctor Strange, just like wizards, yeah, like they're <laughs> like, all over. And then Black Panther, like oh yeah, you know, yeah, making a movie set in Africa, like Ugh. so crazy, yeah, like and you know they they just. And they just announced um, another character that they're developing a movie about who will be the first like Asian to lead a yeah. Marvel film, and then they're getting Asian writer and director. Like so, like they're like they're just so all over the place, but it all works together so well, so perfectly. Yeah, so, so. good. So let's let's talk about not just Marvel, but like yeah. 2018 movies. Mm-hmm. What stands out for you? I'll say I think my favorite movie of 2018, like surprisingly not a marvel film i think my my favorite movie of of 2018 was a quiet place Ooh, that's on my list too i was shocked loved it it. i was surprised yeah i was i was so blown away by it i think it was written and directed and starring john krasinski like yeah so good like it was not what i would expect from jim from the office no yeah definitely it was just such a brilliant twist on a like a horror film like, right where like the you know the monsters hunt with sound they're blind and like i remember even like sitting down on like the first scene when they're like in the, the little the, store yeah like the cvs looking thing and yeah i remember thinking because the you know his daughter's deaf mm-hmm. and so even like the sound design i remember like i noticed the sound design like when it shifted from like her perspective to somebody else like the right. the airy background uh-huh. noise shifted yeah. i noticed that being like oh man the sound design this sucks and then i realized like oh she's deaf this is brilliant yes even like the smallest little yes. detail like that and it was just it's just a gut-wrenching Ugh. such a you know yeah i don't want to spoil anything no. i mean i think pretty much everybody's probably yeah. seen it but like even like you know at, towards the end like i was just like mm. You know, I never cried in a freaking horror film before. Right. Like, I was like, what right. is happening? Right. It's so, so good. I was I was really, really surprised and just yeah. stoked to see that movie. Emily Blunt, John Krasinski are so good. So good. Love them. Like a power couple right there. Oh, it's I know. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. That was the first time they worked together. Yeah. I saw like an interview with John Krasinski where he was just like, just blown away by his, his wife. wife, like in action. Like he's like, never really seen it so i was just like oh that's pretty cool yeah that's pretty amazing (laughs) i what i love about it is because if you know me you know i hate horror films but i think (laughs) that this movie redefines the genre of horror films because i feel like you have like blumhouse which is like the huge horror film Mm -hmm. guys um and they 
are just all about the like gory, yeah. scary, gross stuff. And I am not into that. I do not like that. <laughs> I'm not good with thrillers either. Like I sit there and I'm just like <laughs> on the edge of my seat, like covering my face with a blanket. But with A Quiet Place, I just was so intrigued by the story. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Yeah. So good. Definitely up there as far as one of my favorites for this year, too. Yeah. What I can't, I don't know if I have like a super duper favorite, but the one movie that I will say like A Quiet Place that I was surprised by was Solo, Mm, the Star Wars story. So good, too. Yeah, because I've watched it twice. I watched it in theaters and then I watched it with my dad over Thanksgiving and both times I was like, this is great. And nobody, and there was so much like negative hype about it. I think my, I mean, I don't know how this is like proven or anything but my theory behind why it underperformed at the box office is because it came out like five months after stars episode eight Mm -hmm. i think it was the last jedi and the like geek world was not like super thrilled about that movie it wasn't wasn't that great yeah it wasn't and so i think people had that taste that bad taste mm-hmm. in their mouth yeah. going into this movie, which was like taking a classic Harrison Ford character and, you know, making him young and putting another guy in there and, you know, going from there. Same with like, you know, Lando Calrissian is oh, yeah. with Donald Glover. And yeah, I loved it. Like, Me too. People were like talking so much trash about it. And I was just like, it was a great story. It was a great story. Standalone great story mm-hmm. even if you know nothing yeah. really about star wars you yeah. don't have to you'll miss a few like little yeah nods little here things and there, but like yeah you'll it's a great story like it was so much fun i've loved the spin-off star wars movies more almost more than mm-hmm. like the new ones that they put out the classics obviously will always be like always. number one in my heart but like yeah, like I love like Rogue One is probably my favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah. That they've put out yet. Like it was just so well done. It was such very a great well story. done. Yeah. Yeah. I liked and it was female driven, which yeah. is cool. Um, for, you know, this age of films. But I agree. Like I think we saw The Last Jedi. I usually go and see them with my dad or like my parents, mm-hmm. which is, you know, just special in my heart because I don't get to see a lot of movies with them. And I was disappointed by The Last Jedi. Me too. But then I saw Solo and I was like, dang, I really wish that I had seen this one with my dad. Yeah. You know? So getting to watch it with him at home was cool. But a thing about like a standalone great film, another one that I felt was that way is a Marvel film, which was Black Panther. So good. Yeah, that was good Like I felt like even if you know nothing about Marvel or superheroes, yeah, you're going to miss a few things. But... That movie was huge in and of itself mm-hmm. for a lot of cultural reasons, yeah. right? And then didn't it just get nominated so, for a lot so of things? Many. Yeah, got yeah, a bunch which of is super cool. And usually, Marvel films are not in the nomination. Yeah, they'll sector. get like visual effects. Yes, yeah, it's like costume like design, yeah. right? Right. They're never going to be best picture just because, just because. <laughs> like I don't know. That's just the way it goes. But. Yeah. I loved Black Panther because it it opened this whole other, like you were saying, like yeah. a whole different realm mm-hmm. of the Marvel universe, if you will. You yeah, know? Like, 
that's, that's again like that's what I love about Marvel is like we're not confined to tell stories that are centered in New York City. Right. Like, right. You know, we still have that like with you know like Spider Man and a couple uh-huh. other characters, but like we're in you know we've got movies taking place in in Africa. We have movies taking place in different planets. And yeah. All over the place, and it's just uh, it's so cool that they are willing to take those risks yes. and like because that I mean that movie was like a bit of a like a risk like there's mm-hmm. never been like a, a superhero movie set in uh, you know africa or yeah. you know yeah kind of taking on that kind of uh, that type of ground is is just yeah. unprecedented yeah. in any other yeah it had a lot of um firsts for that movie mm-hmm. like very much obviously it's a it's called black panther (laughs) like and it's set in africa so there's going to be a lot of black actors in the film and then it's a it's again it's set in africa Mm -hmm. like that's a big thing and it spoke a lot to a lot of cultural stuff going Mm. on right now which i think was cool um for a superhero movie to do you know yeah it held a lot of weight in what's going on in america right now Mm -hmm. and I know that movie, Black Panther, and then Get Out were two movies that had a lot of a lot to say in the black community. And I think that it's super cool to like a movie franchise that I love, Marvel yeah. superheroes, like to take on, you know, some stuff going on in culture is super cool. And yet still hold that like earnest place of yeah. being a superhero yeah, movie totally. at its core like that's so cool yeah I this love is that, why i love movies yeah yeah I, I love that they don't like you can tell when like a movie or a tv show or something is like it has like a range of you know like ethnicities and mm-hmm. you know gender yeah like if, like you can tell when they're like forcing it just because right. they know they need to have right. so many but like marvel you know like you know the first female-led superhero movie comes out in a few months like yeah you know and you know they have the asian one coming up and they have all these different you know black panther like they do it and they have like this diversity yeah without having to force it and make it feel like oh we had to change this guy's right you know ethnicity just so that we had somebody like that doesn't happen at marvel it's like they do it without it feeling in your face yeah they they have they're super diverse without compromising the integrity of the yeah. story Love that, that they're trying to tell. So good. What else is in your your faves from 2018? Oh man. I there's a lot, there's a lot of superheroes. Infinity War was yes, always definitely was also up there. really great. Uh I love that one cuz it and I love movies that don't end the way you want them to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love like twist endings like the whole time you think like okay they're going to stop the snap from happening but Nope. They get it. And I love that the, being a comic book geek, I love that the snap was the thing that happened. Like, that's like a big iconic moment from the comic books where Thanos snaps his fingers and that happens. Uh, but yeah, I really love that movie. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was cool. Even the way they... I don't want to like talk about Marvel forever, but I can if I need to. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, flipping the... like. The, the bad guy in the movie yeah. goes on like they almost like the hero's journey yeah. throughout the movie. So like yeah. it's it, like the perspective of the movie is even like flipped, uh, and you're like rooting against this guy the whole yeah. time. 
you know, and then he, at the end of it, I just love how he's just like, he did what he set out to do and he's just chilling and working this farm and it's just done. And then, you know, the next movie is obviously have to undo everything, but like, it's just, you know, I think I saw it like five times at theaters. It was so good. Yeah. Um, so that was definitely up there for me. I really, really enjoyed of of the Marvel movies that came out last year. That was probably my favorite. Mm -hmm. Um, and then other than that, uh, I really like Ready Player One. That was yeah. a fun movie. Yeah, I was surprised by that one as yeah. well. Ty Sheridan is a really good young actor. I really like him a lot. Mm-hmm. He's in the X-Men franchise too. Uh, but yeah, he's just really, really good. He's a really great uh, actor. And that was a really cool story. Like It was a fun spin on like all the virtual yes. stuff that's happening. And uh, kind of a good thought to like... I, I remember, you know, watching that and then just being like, man, I need to make sure I don't get consumed by my right. technology all right. the time. Like, it's good to disconnect and not really be, you know, it's just like a crazy Plugged picture of the world the that's time. like the virtual world is more important, carries more weight than the actual world Yeah. around us. And yeah. so, yeah, I really liked that movie a lot. I, I was really impressed with it and, you know, loved it was just a fun new yeah. universe to dive yeah. into and enjoy. And, you know, they've got lots of of fun uh, little Easter eggs and yes. all that kind of stuff to yes. other other things. And, like, the little the geek community that was just like, oh, that's so awesome. Yes. I love that, yes. that they did that. So that was yeah. a really fun movie. I enjoyed that one. Uh-huh. I really liked that one, too. Lot. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, Incredibles 2. Yeah. Uh, I think the best animated movie of the year for sure. It was fun. Like I just felt like a kid again. Yes. Like because I think that one. I don't remember the year it came out, but I remember I was young. Like fourteen years ago. Yeah. Something like that. So I yeah. was like twelve. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember really loving that movie. Mm-hmm. Like the first one when I was yeah. a kid, and then uh, came out. This new one finally came out. Finally, like, it's been a long yes. time in the in the run in the making for that one. And yeah, I remember. Yeah, me and Rebecca went and saw that, and just. This was a great, a yeah. fun movie. Yeah. I loved it. I love that the kids got to be like the, yeah. like save the day. At the yes. End of it. Like yes. They were like the ones that had to like step up and, and mm-hmm. handle business. And it was, I, that was a super, a super fun movie. It yeah. was so good. You just felt good. Yeah. And like, I saw it with our friend Ryan mm-hmm. and we always went to, we go to the movies like super late at night. So there weren't a lot of kids there, but I feel like I could have gone to see that movie I don't know, during the day when kids would have been there and I would have felt fine yeah. because it was a movie that kids could enjoy, but also like there are things in it that you as an adult watching and yeah. remembering mm-hmm. f- from the original that you can enjoy. Yeah. Like it's, that is a movie that crosses that generational yeah, line. For sure. Yeah. Because I mean, we used it in the kids yeah, at the movie series at right, the church right. you know, last month and you know, the kids love it. Yeah. Um, so cool. I think what's great about you know pixar and all that stuff too is like they don't it's still great storytelling yeah like it's not just like oh it's a kid's movie like it's this cheesy Mm -hmm. thing that they would just oh you know entertain them for an hour and a half right it's a it's still a good story i mean it's Mm -hmm. still kitty but it's like a good like story that like has a great plot and and, you know pulls you in and right you know like i was like watching that like man what the heck is gonna happen what's going on like how are we gonna how are the (gasps) How are the Incredibles gonna get out of this one? You yeah, know what I'm exactly. saying? So like, yeah. it's a great story, and I think like yeah, they're stepping up big time with anim- I mean, they all Pixar's always been fantastic. So good. But like, yeah, yeah, like they just keep getting better and better with 
with these movies that keep coming out for yeah. the animated stuff and like they just I don't know what's like on the docket next for them but Toy Story 4 Toy Story 4 yeah I'm excited to see yeah. that'll be fun what they do with that that'll be that'll be good I really mm-hmm. want to go see the Grinch the new yes. Grinch one yeah it looks made that, very cute I don't know either uh, I should know but yeah, I don't I know Benedict Cumberbatch is the yes. voice of the Grinch so it's so like, good perfect it's yeah. on my yeah for sure it's on, on my, my list. list to go see for Christmas definitely I haven't I haven't seen it yet me and Rebecca I've been Maybe we'll go this weekend. That'd be good. There you go. Yeah. It's a fun one. It looks really fun. I definitely want to see that one, too. Mm-hmm. Just, like, have all the different Grinch movies to yeah. think about and compare. It's fun. What else? What other movies did you have on your list? Um, I... The last movie that I saw in theaters... Oh, that's good. That's a good thing. Was Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. The Crimes of Grindelwald. Uh-huh. I think that's out. I think so. It? Something like that. That was fun. Yeah, uh, I've not. I've only like, seen the first one. Yeah, and I've seen that one. I think twice now. The first one, and I've only ever seen the Harry Potter movies like one time through. I've never seen those. Okay, Fun fact. Yeah, there you go. You should watch them. They're pretty good. Uh, but yeah, so like I'm not like super deep into the, like the, the Harry Potter world. Like I mm-hmm. want to read the books and rewatch the movies to like dive. A There's a lot in this movie that like. Becca is, like, she loves Harry Potter, so, like, she whispered to me, like, oh, that's so-and-so, or that's okay. something, and I'm like, I would have never have known that. Right. <laughs> uh, but it was good. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun movie. It did feel like it was an in-between. I think they have, like, they're making five. Oh, wow. Uh, set in this, you know, pre-Harry uh-huh. Potter world. Wow. And so, I, it, it definitely felt like a, okay. Setting uh, up for something else. Yeah. yeah. like, it, it kind of was a weird resolution, but it that's was how fun. the first I, one felt to me, yeah. too. It was fun. I really, you know, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was a good, fun movie. Like, I didn't go in with a lot of expectation just because I don't right. really know anything right. about Harry Potter. And, like, the people that I went with did. And, like, they were, like, freaking out the whole time about <laughs> this and that. I was just like... Yeah. It's probably, I'm like, I kind of got some insight as to how people feel that aren't super into Marvel right. when I start right. talking about Marvel. I was yes. like, what the heck are you talking about? Right. No it's a whole different world. On. It's like yeah. Star Wars people, Lord of the Rings people, Marvel people, mm-hmm. and Harry Potter people. Yeah. Like, they're it's all like very the different. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but also, they all kind of mix, too, which is good. Yeah. Um, what's I think the last movie I saw in theaters was Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's a long time. Yeah. You need to go to the theater. I know. That's <laughs> I need to go June. to the theater. I know. It's sad. Sad. That one's on my list too. I did like that movie. A lot. I did too. It was fun. It was a great. Bre- it, was the, it was the Marvel movie that came out after Avengers: Infinity War, where everybody got like dusted. Yes. It was a great breath of fresh air. Yeah, like, got some fun, comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it so was good. So funny. Paul Rudd is hilarious. Hilarious. And so yeah, that was a great, great movie. That was a good one. Did Incredibles came out after that, didn't it? I think it may have been in between Avengers and Ant Man and the Wasp. Okay. Ant Man actually may have been July. Okay, I can't remember, but I know I saw those really close together. Mm. I was going to like three, four movies a week, like <laughs> movie for a while. Yeah. Movie Pass, R.I.P. <laughs> um, but which is why I don't go to movies anymore. Mm. I'm waiting on that Alamo one to go. come out. Hurry up! Hurry up. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ant Man, I liked a lot. We didn't talk about Jurassic World, the yeah, second one. I, I liked it. Uh, I liked the f- first one. Better. Me too. Definitely. Uh, I love all things Chris Pratt. So, Always. Like, he's the man. I yep. love him. He had a busy year uh, this year. Yeah, he did. My gosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, that one was good. It, f- it felt 
I mean, I don't mind when like movies have a political message, but it felt like a lot of that yeah, underneath very it. Very much I was just so. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. You know, the animals are important. I, right. I'm with you. <laughs> right. I have animals of my own. Yes. Let's Love move them. on and <laughs> let's see some crazy dinosaurs. Yeah. You know, tear doing some apart. crazy yeah, stuff. Like, come yeah. On. Yeah. Um, Which we got a little bit. Yeah. So that's good. I yeah. I just. It was. It's kind of like one was of those. What, like I was there, and then the ending really. Yeah. I lost it. Like, mm-hmm. I, it lost me. I was me just too. like, what? Like, me too. The choice was to let them die, let le- let these little animals die, or release these crazy clone, you know, people things. killing, yeah, like gnarly animals, dinosaurs into the world. Right. So I was like, the choice is obvious. And yes. this little girl hits the button, and like everybody's like, oh, we made the right decision. And the animals will go out into the world, and I'm like, what? That's the right decision? Yeah, like, the post credit scene is, like, these velociraptors, or not velociraptors, the uh, pterodactyls in Vegas. Like, I was just right. like, this is going to be terrible. The clone child, just, yeah, there was, was some weird, weird stuff. Yeah. I was like, how are they going to, what are they going to do next? Yeah. And, like, cl- and, mm. and like, I didn't want to complain about that. I mean, it's weird, but, like, at the same time, it's, there's dinosaurs. Like, yeah, you know, true. So like, That's it's true. It's a science like, fiction movie, yeah. so it's like, you know. Yeah. You know, how do you? Those people are like this is not realistic. Of course, it's not realistic. There's like, dinosaurs. It's a sci-fi movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is so, true. Like, I mean, yeah, and I, but I get it. You know, at the yeah. same time, like I'm watching a movie about dinosaurs, not a clone cloning kid, some kid. Yeah. yeah. So that was a weird spin. I'll be interested to see what they do with what the, they do the next. Third one. Yeah. Uh, are there only three? As far as I know. Okay. Everything is kind of like in trilogy mode in yeah. movies recently. Like, yeah. People, like production companies don't want to do it unless there's like a some I could if you can make three or more then we'll do it like yeah everything is centered around a trilogy or a Marvel Marvel has set a precedent like yeah it's true by building a universe mm-hmm. like everybody wants to do universes now like DC and other other things where they want to make all their movies tie together like The Walking Dead is doing the same thing really like they're making three spin-off movies they oh. have two TV shows they have like the next 10 years planned out wow a bunch of other stuff that they can do oh wow so, like, it's the, it's just, they, they've set the tone. Cause, yeah. Because, like, they've proven that it can work. So, what one movie not Marvel-related, and then you can say you're Marvel-related, are you looking forward to for 2019? Hmm. Hmm. I don't even know if I have an answer to this, to be honest. Yeah. Let me think. I'm like trying to pull up IMDb and like see what's coming yeah what's out coming next out. Year. I don't even know. Okay, so start with your um, Marvel. Well, ob- obviously, I mean, all three really. I'm really looking forward to, but I would say, I mean, obviously, Avengers is probably going to be the top of the list. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. I'm just so curious to see how they bring everybody back and. Mm-hmm answer all those problems but other than uh, besides the obvious one i'm really looking forward to captain marvel yes yes she uh i love brie larson she's such a great actress i loved her in room and all the other things I've, a couple other things i've seen her in and i think she's just gonna knock it out of the park mm-hmm. and i'm excited for like a movie set in the 90s to like cater to all all of my weird childhood Stuff like seeing Blockbuster, Blockbuster in the trailer. I was like, oh my gosh, we used to go yes. Blockbuster every week. Yes. Fight over what movie we were going to watch. Uh huh. Get the pizza, get yeah. the movie. Yep. Um, yep. 
I'm looking at a list of things coming out next year. The first one on the list is Avengers 4 and then Star Wars. Yeah, I'm not really... Um, I'll go see Star Wars. I'll but, see it. Yeah, like, just to see how it ends, but I'm not expecting a whole lot out of it. Mm-mm. Lion uh, King. I'm excited. I was about to say Lion King. That's probably the top of my... Yes. Top of my list. I'm super stoked about that. Oh, Aladdin? They're yeah. both coming out. And Dumbo, I think, too. Uh-huh. There's a lot of Disney remakes happening next year. Toy Story 4. Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. There's some good stuff. Yeah, I'm excited. 2018 is going to be... Glass. I know a lot of people that are looking one. forward okay, to that. That one I'm super stoked about. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be... It looks so good. Yes. I've seen Unbreakable. I have not seen Split. Split's so good. It scares me. He's... Too scared. Oh, what's his name? James McAvoy? Yes. He's brilliant. Yes. He plays like 20 different characters oh, yeah. in one movie. Yeah. Like, he's so good. He's really good. I like him in all of the X-Men movies. Yeah. He... He's, I mean, it's kind of like, it is kind of like an off-putting kind of weird movie, but like, it's just yeah. such a, it's so good. And Glass will probably be the same way. Yeah. Unbreakable but, is like that mm-hmm. first like clunky superhero yeah. movie that, that is cool. I remember watching it on, I don't know, my parents have cable. So we watched it like at dinner once yeah. and I was like, this is such a weird movie. And what? then now knowing like mm-hmm. all the things, it's like, whoa. Yeah. What I loved about that movie, too... It's an old movie. It is. Like, 2000. Yeah. yeah. So, like... Uh, what I loved about that one is, like, it wasn't, like, a... Like, a typical uh, superhero movie. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, like, a... Like, I wasn't... You didn't sit down expecting a superhero movie. You just right. kind of sat down expecting a entertaining Bruce Willis, you know... Yeah. Movie, and then... They made it into that superhero thing. Like, this is kind of like, to me, like, seems like this would happen if... This is kind of how it would play out if this stuff... If some dude, random guy, had super strength or superpowers. Like, it wouldn't, you know... His first instinct would not be, okay, I'm going to put on some tights and cape and (laughs) go save the day. Become a a superhero. And then, you know, nobody... It was split. Like, nobody saw that coming. No. To tie into that, to be a sequel. Uh Like, I remember getting to the end of it and being like, what? Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing a lot about that movie coming out and, um, like, people put, you know, the posters, mm-hmm. like, side by side, and they're like, oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. These are connected. Is there a, um, there is an X-Men movie coming out. Yeah, Dark Phoenix. Yeah. That will be the last Fox um, X-Men movie. Okay. Because that deal will be finished. It'll actually be the first X-Men movie published by Disney. Since it, by that point, it will technically be owned by Disney. Hmm. And then Marvel and Disney will probably reboot all the X-Men characters within the MCU. Wow. At least I hope they do anyway. I hope they don't like bring over the same cast like you know right. alternate dimensions type of thing like i would be really bummed about that right because then it doesn't really feel like anything new is happening yeah i don't know the biggest question obviously of that would be like who would play wolverine like right. that would be like because he's done he said he's done right? yeah hugh jackman is yeah he's for sure <laughs> it would still feel weird too like to it's reboot soon. the cast and then have him come back and do it like he's the only one that would still be 
Right. Wolverine, everybody else is like rebooted. Totally with different. different. Actors. Yeah. yeah like, that no, would that feel would weird to be me. Be very strange. Very very strange. There's a lot of good stuff coming out next year that I'm looking forward to. I yeah. think. I'm really excited for yeah, like Lion King. Yeah. For Glass. Um, Avengers. Avengers. Captain Marvel. I think the next Wonder Woman comes out next year too. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Captain Marvel. So the the three Marvels are Avengers four, Captain Marvel, and Spider Man two. Or far from homecoming. home. Far from home. <laughs> home is like in each title. Home, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Far from home. A set in Europe. Cool. Which will be interesting. I'm into it. Yeah. So, I'm excited. Yeah. I love all things. Marvel. Me too. It'll be. It'll be the first, or a second Marvel movie as a dad. Aww. Depending on when, young Gideon arrives. Young Gideon. Because he'll be. He comes out, the weekend. He doesn't. He, uh, the <laughs> he movie Captain Marvel comes out the same weekend that he is due, so that'll be interesting. Gideon comes out. Gideon comes out. He does, in March does. 2019, <laughs> Captain Marvel also comes out in March 2019. So yeah, I'm really excited for 2019. Is going to be a great year for good year for films, and then, you know, obviously like the the dramas that'll come out as well, like the. I was, you know, peeking at the Golden Globes stuff. There's some, some decent films in there mm-hmm. that I got nominated that I want to see that I haven't seen yet. Yeah. I, think I always watch them after. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just don't have time to watch There's all the so movies. so many movies yeah. that come out. During the Oscars, these past, like, few years of the Oscars, I'm like, I've never seen any of these. Any, yeah. I haven't seen any of these. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah. I used to religiously watch the yeah. Oscars and, like, watch all of the movies mm-hmm. and... Now I'm like, how did I have time to do yeah, that? Yeah, it's like, oh, I'll add that to my yeah. red box. Add it to the queue. Yep. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Good stuff. Well, Tyler, this has been so fun. I've had a great time. Yeah, me too. This is awesome. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast, especially on short notice. I think I texted him yesterday at, I don't know, 7 30. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in there. <laughs> and here we are today doing this. Um, I really hope that you enjoyed being on the podcast. Of course, this has been a pleasure. It's been a blast just talking, talking. movies and all kinds of stuff. This yeah. It's the best. We covered a lot of things today. I love it. Love that. Yeah. It's my saying. <laughs> Recently, <laughs> that's been what I say about everything. Love that. Love that. But thanks for coming on. I really hope that. Everyone goes out and watches a lot of movies because, well, it makes me happy to watch movies, <laughs> so I hope everyone does. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks again, Tyler. Thanks Bye. For me. See ya.